0: We'll get right into the show in just a minute, but first, most of the time, I don't recommend that anybody listen to any podcast except The Brad Johnson Show, because let's just be honest, most podcasts out there are hashtag loserly to the extreme, but I have recently found and discovered and come across and uh, discovered some other podcasts that are not that loserly. They're actually pretty winnerly, and I want to introduce you to them in their own words right here.
1: Freedom. freedom to work, if, when, on what, and how much you want. Freedom to help, freedom to be. On Flipping Genius, we turn can't into can, won't into will, and set our listeners free. Freedom to become flipping geniuses. Flipping Genius is a podcast that will open your mind to one of the most lucrative businesses. You've likely heard of people flipping houses for big money, and you may have said to yourself, That looks great, but I don't have the time or the money. We teach you how to do the same thing with cars, and cars can be done for a lot less money, and the margins are usually even better. I'm Randy Lee, I'm the host of Flipping Genius, the podcast about car flipping. I'm a living example that you can be successful with little or no mechanical ability. Look for Flipping Genius wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, ladies
0: and gentlemen, to this second half of this awesome episode where we cover all the travel hacks that you need to know. I know other people who just kind of throw travel hacks in their podcasts. It's kind of like a, oh, here you go, by the way. And it's like, that is so lame. We do two episodes, okay? Because this is the Brad Johnson Show, and we don't do anything halfway. We do it, all of this all the way. And that is one of my life mottos So, hope you guys enjoy this part two. And remember to share it with an entrepreneur in your life who needs some travel hacks.
1: The Brad Johnson
0: Show. I'm turning losers like you into winners like me. You're about to enter
1: the winning zone. All
0: right. So the next topic that we really need to cover is food. Okay. And this is something um, that I have just honed and perfected over the years. And James, uh, you've actually you've worked with uh, some of my VAs on on actually like dialing in my food regime on the day of travel and uh, up to three days following. Uh, some kind of airplane travel just to to make sure that I'm I'm optimal all the way
2: definitely yeah you not only do you have to keep in mind uh, your energy levels while you're traveling uh, you also have to keep in mind um, the the potential for motion sickness and uh, picking up illnesses from other travelers so you have to prepare uh, by eating differently three days in advance, at least uh, before you begin traveling. Otherwise, you will get sick and you will become ill from the motion of the airplane.
0: Yeah, and and just the the energy that you have while on the plane, and reducing uh you know jet lag afterwards, it all comes down to your nutrition, people, and also your just hashtag jacketness that you got to have as well, which I definitely have. Um, if, if anyone has, has seen me, that is definitely the case. So, uh, basically, uh, three days prior, I start uh, a juice fast, and then eight hours into it i break that juice fast with a real fast where all i have is uh kale chips and i have some uh unsalted kale chips but then i also have some just straight sea salt right okay so that's the, that's the first day and what that does okay. is that all right so the then, salt
2: actually draws out the toxins that cause uh illness
0: yeah all right, so then that's the first day is the the juice cleanse followed by the kale cleanse with without salt, but then having the salt separately. There's just something about that having having them separately. It's very important. I'm um, not sure why, but it is. So then on the second day, what I do is I have um, and this this is gonna sound a little crazy, but I have nothing but In and Out burgers. Now, mm, people, yeah. I. I I get a lot of flack for this, but they're like, wait, what is going on here? I thought you were like a health nut. I'm like, I'm not a nut. Okay. I'm more like an awesome person who enjoys health. Um, so, but basically th- the reason is that I'm accustoming my body to the stuff that it may be confronted with later on. And, uh, I mean, if you've ever been at an in and out, you know that there's, there's some stuff in there. <laughs> like you're not just getting a burger is, is what I'm saying. Definitely.
2: And, and really that, um, prepares you uh, for when you're traveling. You never know when someone's just going to hand you a hamburger. Um, So you got to be ready for that.
0: All right. So that second day, just nothing but in and out burgers. It's just, it's really preparing your body. And I I do at least seven uh, and that's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I usually end up more in the nine to 12 range. um, And uh, people ask milkshake, no milkshake, fries, no fries. And I say, just, you know, you got, you got to hone this system. For me, it's one to one and a half milkshakes and four to seven and a half uh, things of fries. Um, And that is really my, my golden spot. Right there, um, and I, this is this is stuff that I've developed over years of testing and tons of trials. Yeah, lots
2: of research goes into this, and sometimes people will will come back with, um, "Is Sonic okay?" And to that, we always say, mm. um, "No," <laughs> because obviously no. Sonic is just far inferior uh, in its quality. Um, I mean the blizzards are are just atrociously bad for you um so it's it's really there's really no comparison there
0: no and and then other people are like okay well what if i don't have an in and out where i live and my response to that is okay move i mean it's not that hard i've done it definitely Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's that's day two as I'm prepping. Day three is another juice cleanse. And this, I say juice, um, but we're not talking about just like apple juice or something like this. I mean, we're, we're talking more like um, celery and cucumber and strawberry. Okay. When I mix those three and then a, bu- a, a little bit of jalapeno and some cayenne pepper and then uh, about a cup and a half of honey. Okay. And people are like, okay, well, how much of the other stuff? And I, it doesn't really matter. The, the cup and a half of honey is, uh, it's more the base actually for, for the drink. Um, so that little juice cleanse there. Um, yeah. It, I, I tell you how it tastes, but honestly, after I drink it, I usually can't remember. Um, it's kind of a, you know, things get fuzzy for a little bit, but uh, yeah, that's just mind blowing. Okay. So then you're ready to travel. And what I tell people is, Uh, When you're on the day of travel, you need to wake up, you need to drink a glass of water, and it needs to be fresh spring water, okay? If you can't find some, get some. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you have that fresh spring water in you, you need to um, definitely floss. I think that's one of the most important things. Just And people are like, well, what, what does that have to do with anything? And it's because you want to make sure that there's nothing in your teeth that you could accidentally swallow that would mess up the the, the whole diet for the travel. Exactly.
2: And, and this is where it becomes really crucial to prepare for uh, the, the day of travel by getting some materials ahead of time. So the first thing I always get when I'm getting ready to travel is um, that I take with me the day of is uh, fig paste um, okay and that is uh, you, you don't eat it directly um, you just keep it in your bag uh, but just knowing it's there at any time that you might need it is really helpful
0: Okay. All right. So then, uh, as you're traveling, um, I always take uh, plenty of beef jerky. I think uh, the more potent you can make it, the better, because that'll kind of help mask any smells that are around you. That's that's big. Just definitely have you know something really strong like cracked black pepper. I think is really good. Or the I you know teriyaki can't can't go wrong with teriyaki.
2: Yeah, or just even a bag of of black pepper um, to just to munch on while you're traveling.
0: That would probably be the vegetarian option if you weren't going to do the beef jerky. But um, yeah, so basically you are on a diet of beef jerky the entire time. The key here is don't eat while you're on the plane. Okay, You can eat off the plane. You can eat uh, before you get on the plane, but don't eat while you're on the plane. And the reason for that is um, that your stomach is pressurized in the cabin. And I mean, James, what do I always say about pressurized things?
2: Pressurized things will always become um, as pressurized as they need to be based on, uh, the atmospheric conditions and, uh, the current stock market conditions as well.
0: Hashtag science people. Okay. So while you're on the plane, um, your stomach is compressed because of the, the compression of the air, air airplane. And then when you get off, what happens to something that's been compressed and then it's no longer compressed?
2: It becomes depressed.
0: Uh, basically, so you have a depressed stomach that is actually expanded. So if you put anything in your stomach while you were on the plane, then suddenly it's like, oh, I'm hungry again because your stomach was so compressed and it felt like it was full, even though it wasn't. But then it like expands and then you're like, I'm hungry again. And that could lead to overeating, which could lead to obesity, which could lead to death. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, you, so those... Those are, the, those are the stakes yeah, we're dealing those with
2: those little those little bags of pretzels will do uh, insane amounts of damage uh, to your body. So, mm. if you find yourself reaching for that second bag of pretzels, just stop immediately.
0: Stop. Yeah, and, and then people ask me, okay, Brad, what about drinking on the plane? And this is slightly different because um, liquid is able to compress as well. So, food not as much liquid yes okay so usually i'll do uh when the steward is asked you know what what i want for drink to, to drink i'll say um i usually have a v8 just because um you know it's it's to like 47 servings of vegetables or something yeah. like that crazy um always good to get the vegetables in but then i'll probably have you know uh an orange juice with uh with a sprite and then i i make sure that they they put them in separately um, they you know, they don't dump them together. They give me a cup of each and then I can sit from one and sit from the other. And that really helps them stay, uh, fizzy longer. Yeah, that makes sense.
2: Um, and, and something else I will do, um, as far as the drinks go, um, never get an alcoholic drink on a plane unless it's over $15. Okay. You do do not last thing you want to do is to have some low quality, uh, drink on uh, the airplane. So make sure it's over $15 uh, even from one of those little tiny bottles. Um, otherwise, you will regret it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that is you know sometimes people just uh, just take their take their own alcohol on. You just have to make sure that it's less than um, you know the three and a half ounces or whatever. So, take you know you have a bunch of little tiny three and a half ounces. It can get a little cumbersome, but it's it probably would be worth it. Uh, depending on what uh, class of the airplane that you were sitting in. Okay, so then the next question that I always get is, okay, Brad, sleep mask, no sleep mask, uh, little uh, neck pillow or no neck pillow, and what I always say to that is, those neck pillows were not chiropractor no. approved. Okay. No, They're not at not.
2: all, and and that's really where um, you need to do research on getting a sleep helmet. Uh and what that does is it completely encompasses your head and has a built-in neck support. So um if the plane, you know, crashes or runs into something, uh your neck will be protected uh just like as if you were wearing a motorcycle helmet, but it's also a sleep helmet, so there's no uh face shield, so it's completely dark. Uh, and it also
0: has built in the rest headphones. of your, The rest of your head will be protected too if there was a plane crash. Which, yeah, it's just, it's crazy to me. I mean, people, you know, when they're racing a car or driving a motorcycle, they wear a helmet. Um, But they're getting an airplane, which, you know, could crash at any moment. Yeah, it's going way faster. (laughs) Um, Way faster. Yeah, I've done the math. It, It is going faster than a motorcycle. So that is definitely, yeah, having a helmet is definitely a good idea and provides all those other benefits. I mean, people will be like, you know, wow, this guy must be like a famous race car driver or something like that. And um, so, yeah, you can end up signing some autographs from people that don't even know who you are. are.
2: Great networking opportunities.
0: Yeah. Okay. And so then uh, another travel hack is a plane is the perfect time to write a book. Now, a lot of people don't think about this, but when you're on a plane, then you have nothing else to do besides, you know watch a movie or listen to an audiobook, or I mean you can listen to a podcast or talk to somebody next to you or you know read a book um I don't know who does that these days but uh you could read a book you could write you could draw I mean um but other than that there's really nothing else that you could do on a plane Mm -hmm. um or sleep I guess you could do that but other than that there's nothing else that you could do and that's why it's perfect time to actually just you know Write that book.
2: Definitely. And uh, another thing is, if you're into the fine arts, uh, practicing uh, your singing is a, a great opportunity uh, to do that on the plane. Uh, people will love it. Uh, and it's just a fantastic uh, way to use the time.
0: Oh, that, you know, wow. I'm, I'm shocked to say, James, I actually hadn't thought of that. That is, yeah, that would be, you, you've got a captive audience exactly. too. And who knows? If, if you're in the right plane at the right time, like maybe you're flying in and out of you know Nashville or or Hollywood or something like that, I mean, there could be somebody on there who hears you and you're discovered. Just boom, exactly. Uh,
2: and and I mean, I I'd, I'd be happy to demonstrate right now if you'd like me to. Um.
0: Uh, no, I um I think we're good. All right, so yeah, I think uh, yeah that that's great. Okay, so I you know actually now that you say that, I am pretty sure that is how Usher was discovered was on a plane as he was doing his vocal workouts. Hmm. Wow. So, you know, it could happen to yeah, you. Definitely. But, but probably not. Okay. So, um, yeah, there we go. Now you are landing in the plane and, um, you're getting off. And like I said, if you use the peanut, uh, work around, then you're probably the first to get off, which is awesome. And as you get off, then, um, yeah, your, your next step is to go into your post travel, uh, meal routine. Now, this does not include any juice cleanses. Instead, this is more uh, along the lines of uh, we, we do a cheese cleanse to begin with, and that is, is got to be 100% organic Parmesan. Okay? That is the only cheese that I found worked.
2: Yes, that's the, the only acceptable uh, variety, definitely.
0: Yeah. And shout out to my, my entrepreneurial, uh, buddy there, uh, Dexter guff as for turning me onto the cheese cleanse. That was, uh, that was a life changer right there. So that's the first day it's just, just do the cheese cleanse. And you know, a lot of times when you get to a new place, people want to take you out to, to dinner and stuff and, and just, just say no, like, it doesn't matter if you're missing out on a big business opportunity. If you get jet lag, then you will miss out on thousands of business opportunities. So it's kind of, a you know, you, you got to weigh that in the balance.
2: Definitely. And it's, it's just a, yeah, it's a bit of a risk, but, um, you just have to find what works for you as far as your diet goes.
0: Okay. So that's day one as a cheese cleanse. Day two, you definitely want to get back into kind of more your normal routine. And for me, you know, this involves green smoothie in the morning and involves, uh, you know, my cayenne water as along with just straight shots of, of apple cider vinegar. Um, also my my mega protein shakes um, and then my bulletproof coffee recipe from the awesome Chad Brock, of course. Uh, love that. That's the best bulletproof coffee I've ever had. Um, and... A lot of times people are like, well, you know, Brad, that's kind of hard. They don't have my kitchen. I don't have my stuff. And again, I mean, that's why you can order ahead and just have it there waiting for you. You know, if you have to get a blender to do your bulletproof coffee, you know, they're not that expensive. Yeah,
2: exactly. And the other thing is you can also uh, just find a part-time personal chef uh, in each city that you visit um, that, you know, Mm -hmm. with the wardrobe, you know, same sort of thing. Just prepare. Like, it's really not that hard. You just have to find... You know, a world class chef in every city that you're visiting and and have them all prepared and know what menu you're looking for. And that way you can continue uh, your standard of living uh, wherever you go.
0: It's all about planning ahead. You really got to think through it and not just be like, oh, I'm traveling. Like now I'm at the mercy of, you know, whatever backwater city you may be in. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, Kansas or something like that (laughs) I don't know why you'd travel there that'd be lame Um, but yeah that's uh, so there you go People that was, oh, that was day two, Uh, day three. uh, Now that you're, you're really back in your more normal routine, then that is when you can add in um, just uh, your, your normal intake of, you know, wines and uh, grapes. Um, Definitely hold off on the wines and grapes though, before that point. Um, And like I said, this is all backed up with my personal science and research um, from my personal uh, experience and stuff like that. So you're going to have to basically do exactly what I said, but then tweak it to be for you.
2: Yes, but also don't change it too much because you'll you'll get it completely wrong.
0: That would be pointless. All right, man. I I think that's about it. Uh, James, any other travel hat last minute travel hacks you want to throw in here for the peeps?
2: Uh, I would say probably one other uh, great idea is um, when you're traveling, uh, make sure that you you don't wear deodorant because. Um, you really need to just let your body uh, acclimatize to your new environment. Uh, and the people on the plane next to you won't mind at all because they'll understand uh, the fact that you're just trying to get used to your new environment and that uh, using deodorant will, will slow down that process. So that's another good life hack. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Like it. Okay. So, um, oh, there was one more thing. So with, uh, <laughs> uh, uh As you're traveling, you know, you got all these devices and stuff like that, and it became became hard to keep them charged. I mean, some some old, old planes don't have, like, built-in chargers and stuff like that. And then other times there's people like in the way of the charger that you need. So that is why you want to sign up for an account for one of our sponsors who we haven't heard from in a while, but uh, I think maybe I'll play their ad right after this, just so you can enjoy that and get signed up because um, they would really be the solution for for what you need there. So awesome. 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 As always, I am. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed these travel hacks. If you have any travel hacks, I want to hear from you. Um, Doubt they're very good, but I would definitely have one of my VAs read about it. So go ahead and get in. Touch with me. That's Brad Johnson show at gmail.com or at Brad Johnson show on all the social medias. I would love to hear from you, that mediums. <laughs> I sound like an idiot saying <laughs> mediums. medias. Uh, okay, so yeah, uh, James, you want to give a quick little uh, plug for the course? Of
2: course, uh, no pun intended. The Brad Johnson show course is live, it is available for purchase. Uh, if you go to the show description, there's a link. Now, we can go directly to the course, get signed up. Um, If you want, you can go and watch a preview of what you can expect to see in the course. Uh, You get to hear audio and you get to see video of Brad Johnson and myself discussing uh, the most crucial keys uh, to entrepreneurship that you need uh, to unlock the door to success. So everyone needs to hear this. So if you haven't yet, go get the course Uh, get your life on track and uh, go change the world.
0: Make it happen, people. All right. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, doing these, uh, these split episodes like uh, like we did this week, uh, you know, it, it, it pains me. I want to be able to provide you with tons of content every week. But in order to do that, I need you to go buy the course or go to anchor.fm slash johnson show and click on support the podcast. That will help us bring you more content more quickly, more often, and more awesomely, which is all what I'm all about and being hashtag winnerly all right so thanks for listening guys remember to share the podcast and we will catch you next week you've just listened to an episode of awesomeness now go out and spread the awesomeness and help others fix the mess that is their life and help them stop being a loser and start winning in business health and their personal life by getting them to listen to the brad johnson show book your face tweet your tweets and instagrams at brad johnson show the brad johnson show winners only When I was in school, I absolutely hated writing. It wasn't until I was a bit older that I came to understand the power of words. If you're a business owner, you understand that power too. A business blog, when done right, can drive sales, increase revenue, and get you more customers. But as a business owner, you probably don't have the time to do all that writing. Plus, if you're not a copywriter by trade, you might feel like you're just kind of throwing words out there and they're not actually accomplishing anything. The good news is there's a simple solution. Check it out. I call it the ultimate blog post checklist for businesses with online stores. This checklist will allow you to write better, more effective articles that convert readers into buyers. It's full of easy-to-follow examples to get your creativity flowing based on experience of nearly a million words written, and best of all, it's effective on any type of article in any industry or niche. I've successfully used this exact checklist on topics from pool table reviews to investment advice. Tired of spending tons of time writing stuff that doesn't convert? This checklist will change that by giving you highly effective blog posts and articles that transform readers into paying customers. Go to invicta.enterprises slash free checklist and start saving time and transforming your writing now. That's invicta.enterprises slash free checklist.